Hey, it's Frank from Meanwhile back on the podcast, and I am fresh out of the theater from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And I want to do the same thing I did with uh, Black Adam, which was give you my fresh insights, thoughts, impressions from the film right out of the theater. So first thing I'll say, the movie is long, but it didn't feel as long as the runtime. So I feel like that's always a good sign. The movie is a very powerful tribute memorial to Chadwick Boseman. You can tell that everybody involved in this project was fueled, driven, inspired by Chadwick Boseman. It bleeds through every every inch, every every second of this film you can feel that Chadwick's memory is pushing this cast um, and this crew and the directors, Ryan Coogler. And I enjoyed it. You know, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's been a while since I've enjoyed a Marvel cinematic experience. So I was happy to come out of the theater and be happy about it. Um, this blows Thor Love and Thunder out of the water. It blows Black Widow out of the water. It's uh, it's a good flick. It's a really, really good movie. It's heavy. There's a lot of emotional exploration in this film. Uh, we're talking about a full range of emotions. Sure, you get your typical Marvel comedic beats here. But that's the thing about this one. The comedy was in the right places. That's one thing I'll say about this movie. The comedy was certainly in the right places. It wasn't cheesy. It wasn't overly done. And it was limited to a few characters, you know, for, you know, for punctuation. Um, it wasn't your typical Marvel scene or Marvel movie where everybody's trying to be funny all the time. Uh, the, the, the humor was always driven, uh, you know, inside the situation, it, you know, inside whatever was happening in the scene. The humor was always driven by that or driven by, you know, like one liners in reaction to dialogue or, or, or something that took place. So I felt good about that. I felt good about the way that the humor was applied into this movie, but it is, but like I said, it's heavy. It, it's, it's, it, you know, like I said, it's a touching tribute to Pat Chadwick Boseman. So, you know, I think that should be expected that the movie is going to have a certain emotional weight to it. And it definitely, definitely has that. Before I get into the characters, I will talk about the story. I was impressed with the story. You know, I was very impressed with the story. I didn't know how they were going to pull this off. I didn't know how they were going to um, communicate to the audience how um, how Black Panther, how T'Challa died, the, the, the circumstances around his death, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that they did it in a way um, that makes sense, uh, given the real life circumstances of Chadwick's death. And I found it to be um very touching you know i've you know i've you know i've already watched a couple of reviews from some other people um you know chris gore from film threat he was he, he's he, he is vehemently against the way that they open this film i'm not vehemently against the way that they open this film i thought that the way that they did it was perfect i'm not going to spoil it i hope i didn't spoil it so, you know, make up your own mind. I'm sure it's going to divide a few people 
I'm sure some people are going to have some trouble trying to reconcile this decision, but I think it was the right one. I think it was the smart one. I think it was the sensible one. Um, and who knows, I may get some blowback for that comment, but I really felt like, I really felt like they made the right choice here. Um, okay. So the rest of the story, it's, it, like I said, it starts off very powerfully and it continues into, um, a more, uh, global, uh, story where there's involvement of other countries and they're doing something, uh, that attracts the attention of Namor and his people. And that brings in, um, that brings in another character, uh, because this character has a special skill set that has allowed these foreign countries to do something, to do the very thing that Namor is upset with. So that, that dovetails with what Wakanda is doing. Um, and that's where Namor and his people intersect with Wakanda. And there's a lot of twists. There's a couple of turns here and there, and they're good. They're very smart. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's a, you know, there's a choice that's made. Um, there's something given from one character to another character that I thought was just genius in the way that this, this particular item played into the rest of the story and into the conclusion of the story is quite good. So I was very, very excited by that. All right, let's talk about um, the action. So the action sequences were really great. A lot of them were awesome. Uh, the VFX in this one, it felt like Marvel really doubled down on budget for this particular movie for their VFX because there are a couple sequences that are just completely seamless and perfect and beautiful. Um, you know, the Namor flying scenes, Namor, um, his, his fight sequences, his action set pieces were quite, uh, amazing and stunning and they just looked awesome and epic and just so grand in their design. And because he has winged feet, he just, he uses the environment around him so well in combat. And they did a, such a great job of integrating that into, into his action set pieces. So I was really a big fan of that. There's a couple, they're like the first 30 minutes of the movie, there are some nighttime scenes and you got to really light those scenes really well if you're dealing with actors of color and, you know, the, the, the Namor's people, uh, the Talokan, they're blue and if it's dark, it's black. So blue and black don't really create a lot of contrast between, you know, the character and the foreground, the background, all that. So that was kind of tough to make out at times. Uh, it was really tough to sort of tell what was happening on screen a little bit. So that, you know, I found that a little bit frustrating. Um, and obviously, you know, with characters of color in night scenes, you got to light it really well. You got to light it properly. It felt like the deep, the DP for this movie went on vacation when they said, Hey, how do we light this scene? Cause there's a couple scenes that just were poorly lit and it really was very tough to tell what was going on in the action sequences. Kind of sort of like uh game of thrones episode what was it episode episode eight i think it was episode eight um the um the one where uh Arya kills the night king and obviously the recent uh house of the dragon episode where people were complaining about that lighting situation yes so the lighting for that particular sequence was kind of shit but uh what can you do so i'm um, you know i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna sit here and 
and lambaste the entire movie based on that one sequence. There was a couple choices made in the beginning of the story where I was like, that makes no sense. That absolutely makes no sense. Or, you, you know, and, and, you know, the way that, you know, I can be kind of critical of when screenwriters just make bad choices or nonsensical choices or write things that are just incoherent to the story or to a character. And I was ready to like, you know, oh my God, I'm going to pick that apart when I get out of that review. But they tied it up perfectly. They tied it up beautifully. It was so thoughtful the way that they tied this particular thing up. And when we get to my spoiler hot review, I'll go into more detail as to what exactly I'm talking about right now. But um, but yeah, no, they uh, they did well with that. That They wrapped up that one uh, very, very well. Uh, some of the action sequences are much bigger with, you know, much larger um, groups of people. Uh, you know, we're talking like on the ocean. We're talking about on land. We're talking about underwater. There's, you know, they, they you know, there's no shortage of action in this film. And it was very good um, as far as the action sequences and the stunt work goes. Um, there are some surprising choices with some of the characters uh that i was definitely shocked by but um but they but they made sense they really did make sense so okay so let's get into performances because i think that this is where this film really shines you know uh leticia wright um did an incredible job you know she went from being a side character in the first black panther movie to have to almost carry this film on her back and she did an incredible job her performance is just stellar it's 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 amazing it's flawless it's it's so layered and so multi-dimensional and just so rich and so such a rich experience with her as shuri in this film it's fantastic um angela bassett as queen ramanda kills it just kills it man and every scene she's in she's fantastic she is really really amazing uh tena Cuerta, um did a did a great job as Namor. Um, you, you know, it, it's it, he. He definitely didn't stand out as much as some of uh, the other players in the film, but he did a great job. I felt like he may have been underutilized as far as his gravitas, his dramatic gravitas. But you know, certainly he gets to play in a lot of action sequences. But some of the things where you feel like he's, you know, where you feel like he should be um, communicating something that's a little bit more menacing. He's choosing to do it with a little bit more subtlety, a little bit more um, um, tact. And he sort of comes off in a in a manner that you don't expect him to come off in. But but it's but he's but he's great. He's uh, he's great in the movie. And uh, all the all the telecons or I don't know what the plural of that group would be. Um, name worse people. Um, there's some great performances there, too. Uh, well, mostly action sequences, but they, but they do an incredible job. And, um, yeah. So I don't know what else I can say about this film. Like I said, there's a lot of twists and turns, so definitely pay attention. It is, uh, it is, um, it's a complex story. It's a complex script, um, where you sort of have to pay attention to some of the more minute details to make sense of it. But those are the things that I like. And, yeah, I you know I think everybody's gonna have a lot of fun going to see Wakanda Forever. I think everybody's gonna have a have a really good time going to see Wakanda Forever. It's uh, definitely worth a watch. 
if I was gonna have to rate it right now before I see it for my second time, because I have to see it for a second time for the spoiler hot review. But I'd probably say it's probably like, I don't know, 7.5 to 8 out of 10 for me. Is it uh is it a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't I don't think so. Um I think that a lot of the you know the Rotten Tomatoes reviews, uh, especially for any sort of movie that has um you know, some element of, of, uh, social consciousness or raising, you know, certain social messages or sermonizing certain social messages, um, certainly can get a lot of boost from the right, from the right media, um, pundits and the right reviewers and the right journalists. Um, but you know, I'm not going to do that. Like, you know, I appreciate the story. I appreciate the characters. Um, and obviously the costume design, all that stuff was fucking amazing too. I forgot to mention that. The costume design was incredible. Um, the work that they did, but you know, I gotta, I gotta say, I found it a little odd that um, Namor chose to wear his jewelry throughout the entire film, given the fact that if he didn't wear it, he could probably fly a lot faster, move a lot quicker. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting, interesting choice. Uh, there is a post-credit scene. So be sure to stick around for that one. You're not going to want to miss that post-credit scene. That was uh, that was a shock to me, and uh, I definitely came away happy. Oh, and there's a like there's definitely a bunch of people that you didn't you, you didn't expect to see in this film that show up in this film, and uh, yeah, it makes it it makes it uh, it makes it much more interesting. Um, and Martin Freeman was great. Yeah, Martin Freeman was a lot of fun too. He had his moments, um, and Winston Duke had his moments for sure. And, uh, okay. Oh, you know, Okoye, uh, uh, Denai Guerrera. She was great. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, um, she was great. Yeah. I just, I just think everybody needs to go see this movie for themselves. And, you know, sorry if I'm kind of scatterbrained jumping all over the place with this, with this review, but I'm just trying to sort of, you know, think actively and remember back on the movie as I'm talking to you guys in real time. And it's, you know, it's not, uh, not the easiest thing to do. But I think I covered, you know, sort of all the things that I wanted to cover uh, without getting too heavy into spoilers. I'm getting pretty good at that where I can sort of avoid the uh, the spoiler territory because I don't want to spoil this for anybody. There's a lot of surprises in the film and I don't want to, you know, I definitely don't want to, I definitely don't want to spoil those. Um, so everybody go see it. Everybody go see this movie. Um, you know, some of the criticisms I've heard thus far have been mostly uh, about, you know, the choice to not cast or not recast T'Challa and the way that people are talking about it is like sure he never played never was the Black Panther in the comics but she definitely was the Black Panther in the comics she had quite an illustrious run as Black Panther in the comics so I think that Shuri uh being 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 uh Black Panther um makes uh total sense I don't think that's a surprise to anybody I hope that's not a spoiler for anybody because it shouldn't be it's like literally in all the commercials um, it's literally in all the trailers. You can tell it's Shuri, the face markings, all that shit. Like it's clearly, it's clearly Shuri. Like there's even a scene where she uses her, her Panther, um, uh, paws or whatever the fuck they're called, um, that she had in Black Panther one with the Black Panther suit. So obviously it's, you know, it's Shuri. And there's a lot of people saying that Letitia Wright can't carry the franchise on her own moving forward. And I don't know, man. Honestly, I gotta say, her performance was just amazing. There's there's so much gravity, there's so much weight 
Um, she's got so much layering. She's so fucking talented. And, you know, you could see, you could see how, how taxing this film was her, we, you know, sorry, this film was on her. Um, and she really, really brought it, man. She deserves a lot of praise for this performance. Well, anyways, listen, I'm going to sign off here before I, you know, before I continue to ramble on, but, uh, everybody go see this movie. It's a lot of fun. It's great. We'll see our first spoiler hot review. We should have it up. Um, I'm hoping by uh, Monday or Tuesday, maybe even sooner than that. It just depends on when everybody else gets to see the movie. Then we'll do a spoiler hot review and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Well, guys, to be continued. I'm Frank McGuire. Peace.